Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tech Check with Carla and Kruger. Unfortunately, Kruger is not in the studio today, but I'm in the driver's seat and I'm going to talk about apps. Those apps we can't live without or those apps that just drive us up the wall. In the studio today, we have Akshay, Davina, and we have Asanda. Say hi, guys. Hi. Akshay, we're going to start with you. What are some of the apps that you cannot live without? So one of the apps I'd start with is WhatsApp, since it's the main source of communication, be it work-wise or be it personal. Second, I would move to my banking app because it brings in so much of convenience, getting airtime or buying data, whatever you need, because it's much easier just to log in through your phone. Thirdly, I'd move to Netflix because in my free time, if I need to sit back and relax, instead of looking in front of TV and seeing something that I cannot find, I'd rather just open my phone, browse on Netflix, see my series, see my movies. I used to be one of those people who looked down on people who watched Netflix on their phones and still I started doing it myself. And it's actually a game changer. You think that it's such a small screen is going to be a terrible experience, but it's not. It's perfect for those 2 a.m. nights when you can't sleep. Exactly. And especially in winter when you just want to be in bed and you don't want to get out. Are there any apps out there that just totally drive you up the wall? There is an app I have had a situation with. It was an AI app. As I downloaded the app, I opened it, put in my image, refined the searches, done everything, which was a process of like 10 minutes, just to come to the end of the app to see that it's a paid app and I won't be able to see the final product. Yeah, they trick you like that. Yeah, another app I I not actually hate is more for bittersweet is TikTok. It's a good app. The problem is it takes up too much of my time. I think... You lose track of time with TikTok and then you don't realize how far have you been scrolling. I actually have the same problem because I currently have, every time I log into the app, I have so many notifications. But I don't want to get into it because I know it's going to take three hours of my life. And I just don't have that to sit and scroll. I'm not sure if you've seen as well from the new update, there's an auto-scroll feature. Oh, Lord. That's even worse. No, that's bad for people like me with ADHD. They will just, they'll keep me on that app the whole day. If there's any app you could create yourself, what would it be? I think in terms of convenience, I would make an app of a barcode scanner in sense of like a pick and pay, for example. You can choose your items, put it in your cart, scan the apps and pay via credit card instead of waiting in a line. You should do that. So that would be a very convenient app. Skip the lines straight to your credit card. Just go straight and check out. That would be so cool. That would save so much time. Now on to Davina. Tell us all about your apps. Outside of social media, the apps that make my life easier, I would say Google Maps. I would not have moved to Johannesburg without it. So I use Google Maps quite often, even if it's just to check traffic. You know, you just want to see the traffic in the morning. Mm. Uh, Google Apps is really cool for that. Um, Strangely enough, I use World Clock a lot, mostly because my friends are overseas and I don't want to message them outside of their time zones. So I use world, I always check world clock before I send a message. And then this is hard for me to admit, but I love Sheen. I, you know, it's, it's, it's very commercial, but I mean, it's so awesome because the algorithm is really good at it. When you find one thing you like, it has like 10 more suggestions of things you like. You'll end up very broke. I mean, I have like a special Sheen budget these days. How really does it compare to other shopping apps? It, honestly, Sheen is really above the rest. Uh, I've like tried to use other apps like Wish before and they really are pathetic. Also, as comes to push, we all... I use yeah. Slow Trading Notifier. For some reason, I can't really get the hang of Escom's a push. Yeah. It's nothing specific that grinds my gears. It's not a bad app. I don't know. The Load Shedding Notifier is just 
streamlined and it's easier to understand. But yeah, that's actually, I think that's a given for every South African these days is we can't live without our ESCOM apps. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the notifications help a lot. I've got like work area on it and my living area and my parents' place as well. Checker 60, Mr. D. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's enabled my laziness. Yeah, it used to be Netflix for me as well. But now I would have to say Disney Plus. Disney. Yeah. You have a lot of favorite apps. Yeah. What don't you like? Oh, I like um, aspirational, so I like vision boarding. So the vision board apps are quite shit. One app that I did pay for that I really, really hate, and I'm venting about this here, is a translator app. And I paid the 20 rand subscription, which I know is not a lot. But uh, when I went to Switzerland and I tried to use it, it was terrible. I mean, for a paid app, it was absolutely dismal. You should use Google Lens. Yeah. So Google Lens, you can point at written text in another language and it translates it for you in real time. So I was looking at the menu and there was this really pretty cocktail on there and I wanted to see what was in it. And by the time I got that app working, it, I mean, it just didn't work. I was just like, no, it's fine. I'll just order this thing. And then the, the discovery app. I always struggle to find where is there a doctor in my area. I still sometimes find it difficult, especially when it comes to John, because then I can't track my miles. And if you could create your own app, Davina, what would that be? So I'm going to stick to the mall app that I want, like a mall map. So it tells you exactly which shop is where in a big mall like Santa City, for example. Now we're going to go over to Asanda and she's going to tell us her favorite app. Number one, WhatsApp, obviously. Obviously. It's fast, it's convenient, it's easy to use anytime, anywhere. And also Gmail plus LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is the one that I use mostly. I forgot to add LinkedIn to my list. <laughs> this list is growing. Are there any apps that you really can't stand at all? Dating app. <laughs> that sounds like a story we need to hear. I totally detest dating apps because number one, they are not so safe. And when you miss the person in real life, they are not as hunky as they seem on their profiles and everything. And they will just catfish you, you know, create fake profiles. There's such a large debate about dating apps that we should have, but that's a whole separate podcast. But I agree with you. Mm -hmm. It's not really something that we need in our day and age. If wow. you could create any app, what would that be? I think I would create a robot. You ask a question, it provides you with answers psychologically. Let's say, for example, I ask, how can I deal with anxiety? And then it guides you step by step. Remind me to introduce you to the Panda app when we are done here. I think it's very similar to what you might need. And it's built specifically for mental health mm -hmm. and it's managed by doctors. I actually had one of the people on the show before. Those are just the apps I feel like everybody needs at the moment, especially with all the saga we are going in, in South Africa, you know, our mental health state. It's really, really hard to keep track whether I was still sane. Okay, so what about you, Cheryl? What's your favorite apps? We will probably need a whole separate podcast for that. I use a lot of apps. I think I'm going to say at the top of the list, and I know this sounds boring as hell, is Google Calendar. My entire life is on my calendar. If it's not on there, it doesn't exist. I once missed a work shift because it wasn't on my calendar. I have everything on my calendar from what I need to do because now it incorporates with Google Tasks. So you can put Google Tasks on your calendar and it just carries over every day if you forget to do a task, which is amazing. And if it's on my calendar, that's the rule. Like You don't mess with my calendar. With that, also part of the Google system is Google Home. Um, it's also, again, not a fun app, but I think 
without it, I would be in the dark a lot because I have a lot of smart bulbs and smart appliances. So with my Google Home app, I can control my lights, my vacuum cleaner, my bedside lights. I would literally be in the dark. Also maps. I don't think I would be able to to live without Google Maps. Um, I think at one point in my life, I got lost for four hours in Joburg. And this is not a story I want to tell people because it sounds terrible, but I left Westgate. I didn't want to take on Dakar. This was 10 o'clock at night. I ended up in Randfontein, drove around for two hours, found a parking lot and pulled in there and be like, okay, let me just get my bearings here, then I will go home. And it was the Westgate parking lot that I left four hours ago. So yes, without Google Maps, I will not get anywhere. I think Spotify would be next on my list. Although I probably use the desktop version more since I'm at work, but I do like the the app as well, especially when I'm driving. But with Spotify, I listen to music and podcasts. When it comes to actually editing my content, and I have Sean to blame for this, is InShot. He's even got me on the premium version because it has the templates and all the features that makes editing videos really, really cool. And then for my fitness and my mental health and my well-being, I use Fitbit with my watch, which I actually use my watch more than anything else because I can also pay with it. I use my watch, I use Fitness Bell because I'm following a keto lifestyle, so I need to keep track of my protein intake. And I used to pay for Strava because I box. It pulls my boxing workouts from my phone through to the app. But I recently canceled that subscription because there's too much stuff that we are paying for. Those are the core apps that I use to manage my day. This is besides TikTok and WhatsApp (laughs) and Instagram. I've grown especially fond of Instagram over the last few days, um, the last few weeks. I forgot to mention earlier that one of my most used apps also is Beacons AI. Beacons AI puts all of your content in mobile format in a Linktree type space. You also have a newsletter feature. You also have a store. You can build an audience. You can have a custom domain. It's just made social media management so much easier and it pairs with TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. It pairs with basically every major social media platform out there. If there are any apps I hate, it will probably be Facebook. I was addicted to Facebook at one point in my life and it just swallowed my whole day. And this is exactly how the app is designed. It's designed to steal our time and to Mm -hmm. keep us scrolling. And I also hate Apple TV. (laughs) (laughs) I really hate the Apple TV app. I like the content, don't get me wrong. Apple shows are amazing, especially Apple Originals, but the app is not user-friendly. It's it's such a badly designed experience. It just annoys me. I just, I don't, I can't, I can't. So if you could create an app to make your life easier, what would you create? I don't really know how to answer this. I'm always on the lookout for productivity apps and for something to make my life easier and more organized because I'm not. And I have tried every possible version of an ADHD task manager that I could find from Notion to Trello. And I can't even remember all of them, but there are so many and they're all good apps, but none of them work for me. So I don't know, if I had the time to actually sit and think about it, I would go and design a productivity app. In an ideal world, I would want a productivity app that's coupled with my Google Assistant, because I didn't mention this earlier when I was talking about Google Home, but Google Assistant plays a large part of that. Google Assistant runs my entire life. It reminds me to take my medication at night. It reminds me to feed the cat. It reminds me to water my plants. It reminds me of everything that I need to do. If I can combine that 
into an app. So I can have an app that manages my entire day for me, not only organizing it, but actually manages it. I think that's what I would do. Just the productivity app that controls my whole day for me. That's actually a really good idea for app. And Google Assistant is amazing. I mean, I find it way better than Siri. Cheryl, how many hours would you say you spend on your favorite app per day or per week? (laughs) (laughs) I can't answer this question. So Google Calendar I have open always. If it's on my phone, then it's not so much, but it's always open on my PC. Spotify, I listen to it every time I'm in the car, every time I'm driving. Also, let's not forget the doom scrolling I do on TikTok and LinkedIn, because that just never ends. And you, Sander? On WhatsApp, I'm trying to reduce my time, but I used to spend probably the whole day. The whole day? Who are you talking to? So I'm the opposite. I never respond to WhatsApp messages. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Listen to the way she says that. Yes, I know. What did you have for lunch three days later? So, <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> so Sean's in studio. Hi, Sean. Hi, how are you, Davina? Good, and you? I'm good, thank you. We want to know what are the apps that you can't live without that just make your life easier? Look, if, if I were to list all the apps that I used that make my life easier, Damn, we'd be here all day, so I'm going to limit it. One app that I would not be able to live without is InShot. I just said earlier, you're the reason I'm paying premium rates for for InShot. Exactly. So it's got all the transitions you need. You can do it straight from your phone. What so- other apps do you use? I have a DJI uh, drone. There are a host of DJI apps. So at the moment, the one that I'm using is called DJI Mimo. And this is for my handheld stabilizer for the phone, my Osmo Mobile. The next one would then be something that's available to all of you. It's called the Narrator's Voice app. There's different voices on their server. You type text in and that converts it to voice. That sounds like a game changer. Another app that I love a lot, if you guys are YouTubers and you want to check your analytics, YouTube Studio is a must-have app. That's a very important tool as a YouTuber if you want to keep up to date with all your stats. Other apps that I completely hate, I have stopped using Facebook. (laughs) I'm done with Facebook. No, we all hate Facebook for different reasons. I'm still on Instagram though. It's better. I just said earlier as well, before you joined us, I'm a lot more active on Instagram these days. And that brings us to the end of this lively conversation about the apps we love and those that, well, we don't love so much. It's fascinating to realize how these tiny pieces of software have such a big impact on our daily lives. Absolutely, Cheryl. We hope our discussion today has given you some insight. Remember, it's all about making technology work for you and not the other way around. Listen to us on the Citizen Cosa or follow the Citizen News on IONO FM. Until next week, stay awesome, Gotham.